0: Throughout August, we've been sharing free episodes from our Patreon exclusive shows to give you a glimpse of what we offer on patreon.com slash kind of funny during our August Patreon pledge drive. To sweeten the deal, we've just released the first episode to everybody of 20 Minutes of Tears, an eight-episode Let's Play series with Greg Miller and Brian Altano diving into Tears of the Kingdom. If you enjoy it, all eight episodes are out right now on patreon.com slash kindoffunny for all members at the $10 tier or above. Thank you for supporting the wild adventure that is kind of funny. If you haven't joined in yet, kindly consider doing so before the month concludes. Thank you all so much. what's up and welcome back to kind of funny games daily for tuesday august 29th, 2023 of course i am tim gettys and i'm joined by blessing Jr. did the smoke machines give a little bit more umph? there was a little
1: more oomph than no whoa whoa yeah, like, yeah, what the yeah, hell that was yeah, okay i was gonna say because like I, like this one right here thought, it sounds like, like it revved up for a second yeah. before it
0: fucking unleashed on us that freaked me out goddamn <laughs> how are no you one? this morning i'm doing great doing real great i like the shirt yeah it's a uh, it's a uh, the, the original prototype actually of the uh portillo oh. shirt that um you look and, good in it by the way i mean you know I, I look like i'm busted out of it but it's okay it's okay i appreciate that right though like it that. fits right, it like, it you know, fits right in all the, in all the right thank places. you thank you I, I will take that i yeah. will take that as a win today uh but uh yeah yeah anyway this, i saw this in our merch closet and no one's taking it and i was like you know what fuck it i'm gonna i'm gonna take this thing because it's dude. a good color so Wearing it today. You know feeling they, good. Do you know if they have a small? <laughs> I might there might one. be. You should go check. I'll but check again, these the are the button. prototype ones. So, like, there are very few ever made.
1: I mean, that is more. I, I'm going to find one. Exactly. I'm going to probably sell it online for for a higher
0: price. Exactly.
1: I've learned from these PS5 people. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I gotta no differences. Sell it for $3,000. Who wants it?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm having a, a great morning. Um, my, my favorite type of morning is one that I check slack. And instead of there being a fire I need to put out or, mm-hmm. like, some horrible news story, it's blessing slacking me saying hey, there's a new trailer out. Don't watch it. Yes. That means that I got some goods to watch. Oh, yeah. Oh, and we yeah. got we got one of those today in the form of a Mortal Kombat 1 trailer. So can't wait to see that because my mind starts going like, what could it be? What could be so exciting for the, what, 15th Mortal Kombat 1 trailer that blessed yeah. wants me to I see? I mean,
1: here's what I'll say don't overhype yourself ah, yeah. but you're going to have a good time Okay, you're going to have that's a good time I want.
0: live reacting to this trailer that's all that I want uh, because this is kind of funny games daily where each and every weekday we get together to talk about video game news all the stuff that you need to know about it of course today's stories include a new Nintendo Direct is coming but it's not what you think or it might be what you think if, if you're smart at all yeah. uh, AstroBot getting a trademark and more uh, if you're watching live you can correct stuff when we get it wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong uh, if you don't want to watch live you can watch later on youtube.com slash kind of funny games or roosterteeth.com if you want to listen though search your favorite podcast service for kind of funny games daily and we will be right there for you but if you wanted to go above and beyond, beyond. patreon.com slash kindoffunny is where you want to go. Just like our Patreon producers, Jedi Master Deadpool, Delaney Twining, and Logan Delaney have done. Thank you also very much. Because of your support, you get to watch the show ad-free. And isn't that fantastic? Um, to be part of the show, you can go to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD to write in your uh, questions and all of that stuff. And you can also go to the Epic Creator Store and use our code kindoffunny.com. Uh, and at no extra cost to you, when you're buying games, money comes to us. It's fantastic, and it helps us feed our, our dogs and friends. Awesome uh, housekeeping Keep our for dogs you. And friends. <laughs> Are you feeding your friends? You know what I mean. I like to go out and when I like to put my card down when mm-hmm. I when I have the means, when I have the ability. You know what I yeah, mean? Don't
1: even Venmo me for this one. I got <laughs> yeah, this. I got this. Yeah, I got this. close
0: down your Venmo. I, ah, no. yeah. You know yeah. what? Exactly. That'll comes off the Zelle. <laughs> from Epic Creator Code. A uh, little housekeeping for you. It's time for liftoff. Starfield set to launch at the end of the week and kind of funny will be your home for the ultimate marathon stream into this new Bethesda universe starting Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific. Mike and the crew will take you to the stars with your support and stream for as long as you want it. This is a very very special stream. Mike's just going for it. Like this is an actual marathon stream where he can go 24 hours or potentially beyond. We'll see Jesus. how this all goes. Uh and the coolest thing is it is his very first time playing this game. Mike has been very excited for a new Bethesda experience, very excited for a new Xbox experience, very excited for a new stream experience. So that's why he was like I want to do this. I want to go all out. So everyone please show up for him. Uh Uh, this weekend it's about to be absolutely wild and he hasn't touched the game that's the craziest part to me
1: yeah i'm i'm excited to check this out
0: yeah, this is gonna be a fun time. Definitely gonna be fun. Uh, and more Starfield fun is on the way. The Starfield review is on the way with Paris and the Gamescast crew this Thursday. Don't forget, the Xcast has your back with a Your Starfield Questions Answered episode. So, write into kindofunny.com slash Xcast with your Starfield questions. So, Paris, Gary, and Greg can answer them all ahead of release. Uh, and also, Saw 2 in Review is up now. You can check it out. I know it might not be for everybody just watch the in reviews they're great episodes we're absolutely crushing it we're having such a good time if you've ever been a fan of saw I highly recommend checking these out we are having a blast with this so far it's Joey and uh Nick's first time Joey's just audio only on this episode but it's Joey and Nick's first time watching the franchise and they're obsessed with it uh me Andy and Alfredo are returning to it for the upteenth time and we are Mm. still obsessed with it so Check it out. Uh, and today we're brought to you by Rocket Money and Netflix's One Piece. But we'll tell you about that later for now. Let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. It's time for some news. We have five stories today. A Baker's Dozen! Story number one. What is up with this machine? <laughs> this one just goes... Psh, that that one goes... Was it's was like, like fucking like, like
2: fucking Super Saiyan 2 Goku yeah, exactly, over here. Exactly. We might need to turn that one off. Now you guys are scaring me. <laughs>
0: it's not that much different, but like it is. It has, like, it has
2: a gusto today.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Super effective. Uh, the next Nintendo Direct's been announced. Uh, Nintendo America tweeted, Join us for an in-depth look at Mario's latest 2D side-scrolling adventure in the live-streamed Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Direct uh, August 31st, 7 a.m. Pacific, roughly 15 minutes. Um, mm. Bear, can you bring up this tweet real quick? Oh, Give me a sec. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't realize there wasn't a link to it. I just want to talk about the fact that it's exciting to me that this is not only the first new 2D Mario platformer mm. in a decade, it is also the introduction of Daisy as a character in 2D Play. Oh! Oh, has that right? not happened? No. And that, that was always yeah, the, right. the funniest thing is for as many new Super Mario Bros games there was bad. Like, I remember the Wii one, the Wii U one. It was like, all right, cool. It's four player co-op in a Mario game. Hmm. Who do we got? We got Mario. Yep. We got Luigi. Yep. We got Blue Toad. We got we got yellow toad. Yellow toad hey, yeah. yo, we got multiple toad. toads. Cool as hell. Hey, shout out to the boy, right? And you know, blue toad, technically the original one from the Mario Two, at least. He's with, the best. And then you get to to that was include. Really good, in, it's really Dang good. It. <laughs> uh, and then you then you had a uh, Peach as the the final one yeah. or um, Toadstool, excuse me, uh, in Super Mario Brothers Two, but this is cool to me that, like we, we're just getting some new characters i don't know if the yoshis are playable or if they're just if you ride them i imagine you just ride them. probably in this yeah um but it's cool right I'm, i mean i'm very excited for this one thing i will point out is with this
1: image that barrett has pulled up this is something that roger pointed out to me because he's of course making the the thumbnail for this episode what's up with the background in this image it's the checkerboard like clear transparent background from photoshop but like done in the most like weird weird ways like roger's the one that pointed pointed this out to me this is weird right looks bizarre that looks that it looks like a mistake but it's not i don't think
0: that's nintendo right i mean you know i have some theories about that (laughs) actually some nintendo lore theories mario lore theories Mm -hmm. the checkerboard obviously a very iconic uh background set piece in the older games like mario 3 specifically a lot of the the castles had that like that that look to it mushroom kingdom i feel like the actual kingdom element we get that checkerboard i mean you talked about this like Mario Sunshine, in one of the last levels in the volcano, there's like remnants of it, which I thought was really cool. Mm. But then in the last couple games, like even Mario 3D World, we did get like the transparent pipes, right? Oh yeah. So yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like the, 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 this to me is kind of like a melding of those aesthetics a little bit, more like transparent checkerboards. I don't, I don't know. Very it's interesting a stretch, but you know what? It's what we're doing here. I mean, look, we're I mean, this game stretched out Mario. Mario. Do you think we
1: get stretchy Mario in this
0: game? Well, we're getting Elephant Mario, right? And um, yeah, they, they announced. There was, there was some more info here. Where did I see it? It, it was must have been um, a, the actual PR release of this thing. But they were saying, hey, we're, we're going to talk more about Mario Wonder and the, some of the other abilities. So mm. it's like I imagine here that, you know, we've kind of been hinted in the past over the last couple of weeks um, from different countries posting their promotion for this game which can always get interesting because there's translation errors or just localization in kind of a weird way and sometimes the way that they they pluralize things or don't can make something sound one way but it actually ends up being another but i would assume that each character is going to have a unique ability like transformation form like i don't think we're going to get like a peach elephant oh you don't think you don't
1: eagle. think we get elephant toad and elephant
0: daisy no i think that they'll you think get their, we get like a peach giraffe maybe you know that would make sense. I mean, the thing yeah, is, I mean, if
1: it is like a power up, that is you, you hit the box and out comes mm-hmm. some like generic animal transformation thing and every character grabs that and turns into something different that would, oh, wait, that was stretchy Mario right there. Um, but that would be like a, a, a different way to approach it for Mario, right? Because we, we usually don't see that. And I think that's a really cool idea.
0: Can Gives you me more can go reason. back to that Mario and <laughs> pause on it? Because was it, is he in a pipe? What's I going am- on there? too immature to look at this. Go, oh, go. did you not see <laughs> all of the posts about no, this when this trailer I, I came I out? Yeah, that. no, everybody's talking frames, about how he going. looks like a big,
2: big old yeah, dick. Oh yeah, there he looks like a,
0: oh, <laughs> like look at his little legs. Oh, <laughs> Those God. are the testicles. Oh. Those are the testicles, everybody. Oh, oh, oh. Holy hell. He's not Mario. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't
1: like that at all. Um, but yeah, no, I'm very excited to see all the power-ups. I guess, I guess my thing is, and this is more of a question for you, Tim. What do you want to see out of this Direct? They got 15 minutes to work with here. How much can they tell us in 15 minutes? And is there anything that you hope to see in particular out of this Direct?
0: So I'm um, ashamed of myself right now for not readily having this information available. But when Nintendo does these very specific 15-minute, we're talking about one-game Directs, has there ever been other announcements in them? Or is it always focused? I know there was like the Mario anniversary one that did focus on a couple different things. But... I'm not expecting any announcements from this. I'm expecting yeah. a pure focus on Wonder. Uh the game's coming out in a, a little less than 2 months now. Yeah, October. So it's not as close 20th. as I keep thinking it is, mm-hmm. but that's still it is still pretty close. Um I I just want to see more of the game because I I've been really all over the place with this one. Mm-hmm. Where Originally seeing it, I'm like, this isn't different enough looking than Mario, uh, the new, the Super, new Mario Super Mario Brothers, Brothers look games. for me to be, to have complete faith just from the jump that this is going to be the 2D Mario game that I've been waiting for. But the more I look at it, the more I'm like, I think that I'm just like jumping in conclusions where the art style is different enough. And more than the art style, what the game seems to be offering looks very different. It does seem a bit more open adventure, almost collectathony, mm-hmm. Um And I think that that's a good direction for... 2d mario to go um so i'm excited for them to kind of just show how different this game is even seeing the original trailer it looks like each level has uh reasons to kind of go back and get scores on it and and things like that i like that i feel like seeing all the little purple collectibles in addition to the coins i'm feeling like they're they're building out a different type of mario game that is something that i really appreciate like if they could meld the mario 64 format with the more obstacle-based 2d platforming that sounds dope. like a dream game, right? Yeah,
1: I mean, that that sounds like it'd be wonderful. And that sounds like it would take advantage of a lot wonderful. of the things. That, oh, it would be wonderful. And that sounds like it takes advantage of the things that people really love about the classic 2D Mario games, right? It is about the secrets. It is about looking around the levels more and like actually kind of like you know, doing some detective work of like, oh, what if I take this route over here, right? What if I stand on this white panel and like hold down for 10 seconds and then like, oh, wait, I can fucking fall behind the thing, right? Or what if I jump over the 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 tube to get to the the, the secret tubes that'll take me to the other levels, right? Like those kind of secrets are what make Mario, Mario. And, you know, 3D Mario provides such a great landscape to like mess around with that stuff, right? All Mario 64 is, at least for me, right, is secrets, You know, oh man, this wall is kind of weird. Let me. Oh, I can jump into it. Oh man, why is there a painting in this mirror, but it's not there in real life? Oh shit, that leads me to a level. Oh man, what's this light peering down from the ceiling? Let me look up. Oh shit, now I got the the um, the wing Mario right. Like that is what I think. That's where so much of the magic of Mario comes in. And if Mario Wonder can bring in a lot more of that, I think that is what could elevate 2D Mario.
0: See, and that's where it gets very complicated for the place that Mario is in. This being the. I mean, I don't know, upwards of 10th mainline 2D Mario installment Mm -hmm. over decades at this point of being the standard of what a 2D platformer can be. I feel like it's redefined it, it's added so much, but also I feel like the expectations are so high that when something like New Super Mario Bros. U comes out with great level design, amazing secrets, people don't care. People don't think of them as being that special because we're trained to look left in the beginning of a level. We're trained to search out certain things because we've had 30 years of them teaching us the language of secrets in a Mario game. So I feel like they have an even bigger hurdle to jump there to give us that feeling. Cause we've had Mario 64 mm-hmm. and why is it bless that playing other 3d Mario games doesn't make us feel that way. It's cause we've done that, Yeah, you know? And I feel like we kind of expect it. And so the, not only do the secrets need to be bigger and better and more frequent, but at a certain point, they just need to be completely different. And I don't know what they could do. Yeah, I mean but it's it Nintendo, goes, man. I mean,
1: it goes back to our conversation about 2D platformers and the videos <laughs> the multiple videos we've made now about the top 10 2D platformers. How many 2D platformers can you fit in a top 10 list of all this stuff? 2D platformers are such a um very like direct genre, right? It's like I know what a 2D platformer is. There's innovation that can be had, right? But like at a certain point, you're just jumping over obstacles. You're getting power-ups. You're doing the thing, and that's what a 2D platformer boils down to. How much innovation can you really see? And I think it's it is on Nintendo. The Opus is on them to figure that out, right? Because we've had games like um, games like Tropical Freeze, right? Which I've not played through through Tropical Freeze yet. Um, but I was watching some videos on my t- on TikTok because the algorithm knows me. Yeah. I came across some TikTok lives of Don of Kong with trop- Tropical Freeze, and like. I was blown away by some of this level design i was oh, yeah, blown away man. by how, how by like the aesthetic of a lot of these levels we played celeste as well and that's the game that feels like it pushes things forward
0: so uh, i think that we're getting to something really interesting here which is what makes a 2d platformer actually incredibly special and not just amazing right yeah. like there was that that echelon of like i feel like they've accomplished so much 10 out of 10s over the years in different different games different iterations of the same franchise different franchises retro games all of that But there's an evolution when it comes to the gameplay of 2D platformers that I feel like the gameplay has evolved so much into the Super Meat Boy, the Celeste. It's a bit more hyper-technical, speedy, lots of abilities of momentum and mobility that Mario hasn't really done. Mario instead triples down on the secrets and the charm of it all and I feel like I want to see a a melding somewhere and I don't expect that Mario is going to have Celeste type gameplay boost type gameplay anything like that I don't think that it it should right Mario is Mario for a reason but it's funny even looking at Mario's um 3D output where how he feels and controls in uh 64 Sunshine Galaxy Odyssey are all so different and the feeling is what gives those games the most identity yes where it's just fun to move around it's fun to backflip and jump and do the the it's complicated to do wall jumps in Mario 64 Mm -hmm. but it's satisfying when you get it right whereas Celeste that's the game right it's Mm -hmm. built around those wall jumps it's built around the the snappy mobility stuff so I'm really interested in how far Nintendo can push the charm of Mario Wonder to feel like something special in 2023.
1: And I think that's where they're going to double down on. I think they're going to double down on Charm. That's what I hope to see out of this Direct. I want to see... I even I want to see even less of what the power ups are because I think that's usually what the main selling point of a new 2D Mario is of hey Mario can turn into a cat Mario can turn into an elephant you know like I I think those those things are cool what I really want to see is how Mar- how Mario Wonder levels up the game in terms of what the different environments are what the different themes of the levels are right like I want to see that Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze level of. Oh snap, like y'all are really going for it with how you present these levels. I want to see that out of Mario because we have that every now and then in, in even the New Super Mario Brothers stuff, right? Like I forget the I forget what level it was exactly, but there was a cool, I think it was like Starry Night actually. Uh in New Super Mario Brothers U, yes. that level was fucking dope as hell. And we didn't get I feel like we could have had a game full of
0: those levels. And we I want wonder it. to be full of those levels. So that's um, that is again such a good point you're bringing up there. Yeah. There when we talk about 2D platformers in the last 10 years or so, there is uh, maybe even more than 10 years at this point, but there are a, a, a handful of standout levels or ideas that stick with us. And I think that that level, that starry night level stands yeah. out to all of us because it looked different. It was one of the only levels in that game that looked different than what we've seen before. Uh, when you look at Rayman origins and legends, those music levels yeah. where where it's like everything was rhythm based and you're running or uh, donkey Kong uh, country returns kind of introduced the, um, uh, like the the silhouetted look of yes. like the sunset with the with the black and playing with with the with that uh, tropical freeze the, having a couple levels that uh, I think
1: one of those is one, is the one I saw in Tropical Freeze when I was watching the.
0: TikTok. I mean, it, it's amazing, right? Yeah, and I feel like it's those type of ideas that I want to see in Wonder, and I I, I think that Wonder is such a weird name for mm-hmm. a Mario game, right? Yeah, but then, then you think about it a little more, and you're like. It might be perfect for what we're talking about. I'm I mean, like, that's what it feels double down on the wonder side. When of you it, look where I it don't at- want just one starry night. I want all starry nights. I don't want just one uh, moment of a gimmick that we've never seen before. I want it to be constantly yeah. making me go. Wow. Because going back to my point about Celeste and stuff, not only ha- do we have Celeste, we also have Mario maker. The last major 2d Mario experience that we've had was, it has been Mario maker one and two. Mm-hmm. And those have allowed us to play all those technical gameplay, and exactly. through speed stuff. the so.
1: thing if, is, if I want the Celeste experience out of Mario, I can probably just play Mario Maker and find a bunch of levels that are taking advantage of how satisfying the gameplay is and making you interact with it on this technical level. What, yeah, what we got out of that Starry Night level from Super Mario Bros., uh, from New Super Mario Brothers. U, yeah, I think you can make a full game out of that, and I think I think Nintendo knows what they need to do in order to make this game stand out and charm us all, right? And I think that is hey, let's consistently bring the bangers in terms of these different kind of levels that make people, people say, wow, right? Like that is what really worked out of, or that's what stood out out of the, the Wii U game. I think that's what you can do to like really make this game and define this game and make it something special. And so I hope to see that.
0: I want, in order for Mario Wonder to, to be a success in my book, I want a moment that can stand up there with the sun in Mario 3. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Like a moment that it's like you we never saw it coming, but we'll never forget.
1: Okay, I get that. Yeah,
0: right. Like, and again, that's just a small little moment of a background thing starts chasing you in the level, mm-hmm. and it's just felt so fresh. And I feel like the, I mean Mario three.
1: I feel like it's a game full of what we're talking oh, about I mean, right now. Absolutely. Like you get absolutely. to you get to the the I forget the name of the the world, but it's like the big world, small yeah. world type thing. You get there and you're like, what the fuck is here? You get to the pipe world, and it's like. What the fuck is going on here? Mario there are man. so many wild themes in Mario 3. Bring that back. Like, that is what I want to see. I want to see that level of creativity and that level of like weirdness. And I, I want to see beyond that level of weirdness, honestly.
0: Co-op 64 writes in and says, Good morning, Blessing Tim. With the announcement of a Mario Wonder Direct coming this Thursday, I was wondering if you think that this is the last we'll hear from nintendo this year the past two years we've been treated with september directs but i just don't see that happening feeling that the switch successor will be next time we hear from nintendo in a major way next year thanks for what you do co-op 64. yeah
1: so this is really interesting the fact that this direct is coming is it september no it's the last day of august which makes me feel like we might not get a september direct because that would be a pretty quick back-to-back if they did do that it's not impossible but i would be a little surprised um and yeah based on us getting this direct I wouldn't be surprised either if we don't see Nintendo come back with a direct until next year.
0: I can almost guarantee there will be another Nintendo direct wow. this year and I think that with all the evidence that we have brewing I think it'll be September. Um there's been a lot of the the leaker crowds talking about it, hinting at it and I know that's always the case. Uh, but when you just look at how Nintendo's been promoting their games recently and the the fact that there is still a slate of games coming out this year for Nintendo and early next year. And there's still like a bunch of uh, open-ended things like what is the name of this Princess Peach game? Um, I, uh, next year is the last year of the Switch for sure. <laughs> it, it feels like it, right? Uh, I do think we'll get another one and I wouldn't be surprised if it was September. That feels right for Nintendo Chat um,
2: rightly uh, brings up Mario RPG as well. Like they're they're going to want to do some marketing around that, so I can see that like easily being like a centerpiece kind of thing for a smaller type of direct.
0: Yeah, and I I don't see it getting its own one either. Mario RPG. Right, so right. I feel like mm-hmm. that that could make sense. But um, yeah, and it's it's weird where I. I have no reason to fully believe this, but something in my gut tells me that it's going to be a real Nintendo Direct. I don't know if it's going to be an amazing Nintendo Direct, but I think that it it will not be a partner presents or a third party showcase or whatever the fuck. It'd be like, no, this is straight not a mini. Like it's a Nintendo Direct.
1: I hope so, man. I find it so hard to believe just because you know we bring up Mario RPG how Much more do you need to tell us about Mario RPG, right? Like, we got that original trailer, it's a remake, so we know what that game is. And you, I think the people that are excited about that game are already as excited as they're going to be for it because that is one where you're bringing bringing back in that fan base from back in the day and hopefully getting in new people, right? But like, people know what that is, that is already on the table. And the other game that, you have, that you're getting from Nintendo, aside from Pokemon stuff, right? Because usually that's a Pokemon company thing, um, is WarioWare Move It and like. I don't think they're gonna do that for like unless they already have a direct happening, right? Like I don't think you make a direct just so you can then promote those two those two games. I think those two games already stand alone um, uh, pretty well by themselves. And so then the question becomes, let's say they are let let's say the idea is a bigger Nintendo direct that isn't a partner showcase. What are the big things you're talking about? What are the big highlight moments? And like what is the purpose? Are you defining the rest of 2023? Are you defining of what 2024 looks like? do you need to do that right now? Or could you wait until, let's say a game awards. If you have a thing you want to announce, if you want to tell us the name of that princess peach game, could you just tell us that at game Awards? Yeah. If You have another game. You want to announce if you have Metroid prime four by like, if God shines down on us and you have Metroid prime four, maybe you talk about that at game awards, or maybe that's a direct that is early, but let's say February. Cause there's always a February thing too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're bringing up good points. I, I don't know. I just feel like, With the way that they've been releasing information and how their Nintendo Direct went last time with all the games they announced, I feel like with how Nintendo rolls, there's enough to update. And I don't know how satisfying that'll be for all of us, but I do think they can use this September spot, potentially an October spot, Mm -hmm. but I'm leaning September just based on previous uh, history of Nintendo Directs. Having said that, I always say, don't trust a pattern with Nintendo. The WNDs are abound. Uh, But I do think it can focus more on the beginning of 2024 as well and kind of uh, build the case going into um, Black Friday and the holidays. Like, the Switch, I mean, we uh, I I don't know if we're actually going to talk about this as a story, but um, the Switch has finally eclipsed the Wii in terms of hardware sales as of a couple days ago. Uh, Nintendo's going to want to just keep that going, right? Like, if this is the end of the Switch, even if it's not the end of the Switch, Mm -hmm. like, but like is that, create a fervor around it this holiday season
1: i guess I have that. I, I guess that makes a lot of sense right yeah push for black friday push for the holiday season i think my other thing too is like talking about 2024 i mean do we is 2024 already set in terms of yeah you're gonna get that princess peach thing you're gonna get luigi's mansion you're gonna get like these handful of like S- switch closure games while they take their time and like start ramping up to what the next switch successor is gonna be like i wouldn't be surprised if next year is just a straight up dead year for nintendo until we get to the fall and they release a new console
0: yeah i mean so many factors to play and i know yeah. we're going to talk about this so much so i don't want to uh, go on too long right now but like we don't know that it's fall the next switch could be march it could be, that would be june no, it that could would be, be you out. know whatever yeah it couldn't not well, be like, next do we, year. well do we believe that though i don't know i mean Does there's it feel like that there's not I, it's not in the air we need to i mean it's starting to be in the air isn't it I but feel like not for next spring not for march. yeah yeah, I don't think it's gonna be March, uh-huh. but I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily think it's gonna be fall over June or but something the, like here's that. Here's the thing: it's
2: mm-hmm. also too early to be even smelling the spring air. You know, like yeah. oh, it's too early to even tell. Because when when did they announce the switch? Tim? October. It was, it was October yeah. 2016, and then that thing came out five six months later. But like leading into that, though, there was so much talk about the NX and like every like That's we had a
1: project true. name. And I forget if that was official or if that was a leaked thing, but like we were talking about it in a way where it it felt like. I remember there were
2: like leaked images of like, uh, what is it? Like the, um, of like the product, like basic product images and stuff for
0: like a year. So that's a good point. We should search for kind of funny games daily for headlines of like next Switch. Yeah, next Switch. Because there has (laughs) been a lot. (laughs) You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. I feel like it's been very very similar of of how much talk's been going on i mean even the last week there's been a ton of rumor, rumors circulating and- yeah
1: but like in the podcast that i would listen to back before the the switch came out the switch came out like that last year felt like a Oh, it's around the corner like but it was all right it here. was bullshit though
0: like that was yeah. all nonsense lies and mm-hmm. people like taking pictures from reflections uh from a canadian house
1: oh yeah you know that, what i mean yeah
0: god the nx times were fucking, <laughs> what was
1: the house in canada i don't
0: know it was a studio it wasn't even a house <laughs> but it was like that wasn't the nx times. we have to house. remember that was the wii u era
2: you know like it was that just, is true it was just okay that's a really good point dry, actually man.
1: we were th- we we're thirsty as hell for a new nintendo console and we're not oh I guess now we kind of are, but like it's It's, different it's not than the what same type of thirst. It's not you know? the same kind of thirst for sure.
0: Somehow it's louder thirst, though. I feel like I hear it so, so like the gurgles. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't know why they're I feel like there's more hunger thirst than, than <laughs> thirst. There's a whole lot of shit going on. I, I lost the, 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 the. I am hungry there. for a new Switch, I guess. Yeah, I'm, I am very hungry for it. Um, anyways, story number two. Uh, an Astro Bot trademark has been filed by Sony. Ooh, wee. Uh, this comes from Michael Leary at PlayStation Lifestyle. Astrobot welcomed in the PS5 with Astro's Playroom, and judging by a new trademark, Sony isn't done with the little mascot. Sony's filed a trademark for the series, a spotted by Gamatsu. Sony Interactive Entertainment's filed two trademarks for Astrobot in Europe. There's not much in these trademarks, but they were filed on August 25th and list Sony Interactive Entertainment as the owner. The listings also don't point to any specific title either. It's not uncommon for these types of listings to foreshadow a title, but this only this one only has the franchise name with no subtitles Mm. so yesterday bless yeah i was uh talking to somebody on some show about video games right Mm. and me and psvr came up and at some point i was like i want to borrow blesses i want to play a little gran turismo over the weekend but what i really want to do is sit with tetris effect connected and Mm. just get the experience everyone's told me about yeah you know what i mean and then i was everyone's like tim Fuck that. You need to play Astro, Astro Bot, Rescue mission, mission, right? 1000%. You fucking have to. you told me a million. I feel like the tradesies we have is Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze yeah, and, and uh, Astro, where it's like, we just know <laughs> that mm. the other's going to love it. Um, so I was like, oh, you know, I'll do that. And then I was like, wait, wait, wait. Is it not on PSVR 2? And then Greg's like, it's not. And we're oh, like, there's no fuck. way it's not. You're right. And then we Googled it. And yeah, Google get and Reddit. Old,
1: oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah. like I couldn't let you borrow my PSVR two to play Astrobot. What the fuck? <laughs> so that's what this is? Oh, you think this is Astrobot Rescue Mission being ported to PSVR two? I mean, I that'd be smart.
0: It, I, I mean, I hope beyond hope we're getting an actual like Astro Playroom, like full game experience in some way, because yeah. that would be freaking incredible. Yeah. Uh but yeah, no, I I, I think this is gonna be rescue mission on VR 2 Damn, I didn't even think about that. I mean, I eventually we're going
1: to get a, a Astrobot console game for PS5, like a full-fledged thing. I hope. Because that will be the smartest idea of all time. Like that is how you that's how you make a franchise blow up right there, right? Like that's how you create a new little big planet um uh ratchet. But honestly, like I think even bigger than those <laughs> because Astrobot is so fucking solid in this gameplay. Um that yeah I think you have to make a console version of that game. But an AstroBot rescue mission port for PSVR two would also be very smart, and they one thousand percent should do it because that's an excellent game that people who have PSVR two deserve to have access to. And so, yeah, like I think this could be either thing. I think it makes sense for the port. Um, I hope that port happens soon. I hope it gets announced at the next State of Play.
0: I I think that a, a an AstroBot like full featured three D platformer on PS five. Yeah. I mean, that could be, like, a Tim Gettys Game of the Year contender. Man. I
1: mean, like that, that 1,000%, right? Like, I think the only thing that held back Astrobot, um or Astro's Playroom, like, the PS5 launch title, is just the fact that it was more of a tech demo than anything, right? But, like, even as a two-hour-long tech demo, that's still a fucking fantastic game. Like, that is still a, like... A, that's a masterpiece on a tech demo
2: oh dude it was on our top that's, 5 or 10 or whatever we did that year
0: which uh, makes sense deserves yeah. it man yeah I platinumed it I love it I, I haven't played it since but I'm I was telling Greg this when I get my PlayStation Portal I'm gonna play through it again that feels like a great entry point of just two hours just sitting there with the haptic feedback yeah dude oh man let's go man let's go uh, but anyway, exciting news, and it, hopefully for me. I know this isn't going to be exciting for most people out there. I mean, that's probably not even true. I'm sure there's a lot of people that that haven't experienced the first one. Mm-hmm. I do hope that one of these is rescue mission being ported to VR2, so I can play it.
1: That uh, it shocks me that it's not playable on VR2. I would have. Like I I knew this information technically yeah but I just didn't you just think won't about it accept it yeah like I didn't think about the fact that yeah if I let you borrow my PSVR too that that wouldn't work I do have a PSVR one sitting I know. at home no I will say it probably has a lot of dust on that's it that's what I'm saying and you're man. gonna have to use a PlayStation Move or uh, something no no actually no that uses a DualShock Four use a DualShock Four
0: you don't want to do that I don't want to do that I definitely don't uh but you know what I do want to do tell you to go to Patreon.com slash kind of funny to get the show ad free but for everyone else here's a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Every single person I know that has tried Rocket Money has been shocked at how many subscriptions they have that they forgot about. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions. It monitors your spending and it helps you lower your bills all in one place. Most people think they're spending about $80 a month on their subscriptions when in reality, it might be closer to 200 plus. Uh, When you're signed up for so many things like streaming services you use to watch one show or free trials for delivery you don't use, it's so easy to lose track of what you're actually paying for. With Rocket Money, you can easily cancel the ones you don't want with just the press of a button No more long hold times or annoying emails with customer service. Rocket Money does all the work for you. Stop wasting your money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. That's rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. Rocketmoney.com slash kind of funny. This episode is brought to you by One Piece on Netflix. The global phenomenon One Piece has finally gotten a live action adaptation on Netflix. This is an incredible world ruled by pirates filled with never before seen superpowers and a hunt for a legendary treasure called the One Piece. It's an epic action adventure about following your dreams, searching for treasure and ultimately Finding Your Chosen Family. The series was made by fans, for fans, old and new. Showrunners Matt Owens and Steven Maeda are huge fans of the manga and come at their work from a fan-first perspective while still allowing new audiences to discover and fall in love with this story. Manga creator Ichiro Oda was involved in every step of the process at a level which was never seen before in any previous live-action manga adaptation. One Piece is an action-packed, warm-hearted and joyful adventure that you don't want to miss don't miss one piece on Netflix August 31st and now it's time for story number three one that I'm very excited about I teased this at the beginning of the show let's live react to a Mortal Kombat trailer it's yeah what's going on I have one simple hope for this but, what's that and I feel like it's the one thing that you would have told me to wait to watch it is the original Mortal Kombat theme song in some way shape or form so I'm hopeful fingers crossed Let's fingers see. crossed Ooh, live action. Okay.
1: Live action. You got somebody pushing a.
0: That Batista.
1: Is it Batista? It's Batista.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe I recognize his fucking hand tattoos.
1: That was really impressive.
3: Mortal
0: Kombat. There's a force hidden in all of us. Only a select few, the fearless, will discover it. Mortal Kombat. Unleash it and ignite a new realm oh my god of possibilities! It's recreating the original Mortal Kombat Monday commercial. Yep, where it's legends are re music <laughs> and new alliances are forged. Mortal Kombat! Like come on, oh my bro! No, I got full body the chills fight right now. It's calling, who will you bring? Mortal Kombat! <laughs> Who will you trust? Getting Batista is so good. No longer are we beholden to the past. A new era is upon us. This is our time. This is mortal Kombat. Come on. Come on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dude, this is fucking great. What a trailer, dude. What a fucking trailer. How you feel, Tim?
0: Woo! Oh my god! (laughs) Yo, my eyes are are tearing up right now. I'm watching this for
1: the second time and I I still have chills all through my body.
0: My well, that was incredible. Yeah. That was fucking incredible. Because, like,
1: like, I wasn't even going to pay much attention to it, but then, like, I saw a bit of hype on, t- on Twitter. I was like, let me check out what people were talking about. And, dude, I was not expecting that.
0: Yo, that was awesome. Okay, two, two things I want to uh, talk about real quick. Mm-hmm. Can you bring up uh, Mortal Monday, Barrett? Mortal Monday commercial. I think that's what they called it back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, just so we can compare it real quick. And then the other thing. Did this game get moved up? See, I saw that too. I. F- I think that, that might September be, 14th. I think that might be early access. Because it said in stores and digital September 14th. It didn't say early access. It didn't say any of that shit. Chat, it let was us September know. 19th originally. It was September 19th.
1: Wait, I totally thought it was like pre orders or like some kind of early access type deal. Huh. Ultimate edition is what people were saying. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> look at this. They're all in the streets and shit gathering together. <laughs> God. I, Hell yeah. Yeah, five near and- early access for Ultimate Edition. I've I'm over the moon excited for this thing. I almost put out a tweet last night because I've been seeing clips pop up from Mortal Kombat um one. I don't know where these clips are coming from. I think there might be Gamescom, but I saw one clip from the story mode where it was um uh I think it was Smoke fighting an old lady named Madame Beau. And like, one, the scene was fucking hilarious because Madame Bo was getting it. Madame Bo was like throwing these hands and and, and keeping up with smoke, but then smoke threw off a fucking um, window. Uh, But then like, I went in the comments, people were speculating, oh, is Madame Madame Bo like Bo Right Show in this universe? Like what's going on here? And I've seen other people like connect uh, other dots of things that are going on with other characters of like, oh, did they change this character this way? Oh, is this character now this person? And like, it's the coolest thing ever seeing how they're treating Mortal Kombat because Mortal Kombat is a final game with so much narrative slash lore history. As yeah. ridiculous as that sounds, they've done such a great job over the years finding these different stories to tell in the Mortal Kombat universe. And it all feeds together in this dope way. And I love how well they're embracing it because Obviously, Mortal Kombat has had not great eras. <laughs> you know, like Mortal Kombat 1 through 3 are classics, right? But then you get to 4, and it's the N64. Then you get to fucking uh, Deception and all the PS2 games, and, like, those were, like, those were eh, right? But those were that was the era with, that I got into it, right? Mortal Kombat Deception is the one that I played, and I really appreciated, like, the story and world and all the characters and Luke all that Kang stuff.
0: is dead. Or, no, that's Deadly Alliance.
1: Yeah, but still, like, I mean, Luke Kang, I think might have came back as a zombie in that one. I forget mm-hmm. where. But, um, yeah, like, stuff like that really made that universe for me and right in mortal kombat uh nine on did a good job of like picking things back up and telling stories through the nether realm style of like all the cutscenes and all that stuff that you know made those stories good and interesting the fact that mortal kombat 1 is harkening back to all these different eras but not only just og mortal kombat like you're seeing in that trailer and like you're seeing just in general with how they're going back to the original but then also, harkening to that 3D era and, and bringing back characters like Shujinko and Ashra and all these different characters that I grew up with, I grew up with and loved. And the way they're embracing it is so beautiful and gets me so fucking excited Dude, to play it's, this game. It's
0: finding the good in the bad, because yes. even the bad people are nostalgic for. I mean, you look at the Star Wars prequels. I think it's an excellent example of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the Spider-Man movies, like Getting to No Way Home, the success that No Way Home was playing with a lot of bad things or great things but old things and making it all work to tell something uh to tell a new story and have its own vibe i feel like they they did that so well in um aftermath or in 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 mortal kombat uh or
1: oh um, yeah Mortal uh, combat 11 11, right yeah
0: was it 11 aftermath was the dlc for 11 right yes yeah so that whole thing like having that reset moment this kind of feels like what comic books did with the ultimate universe of hey it is a reboot it's playing with what you know but like if something sounds familiar it is yeah. <laughs> like if something like the the bow like the bow being in the name it's getting people thinking like is that it's like is this was it? it and probably like the answer is
1: probably not like i mean like it's the, it's that thing though of it could be yeah and that's the cool that's thing exciting, about it though. yeah um and the fact that i mean there was another one where i saw like the intro animations of uh raiden fighting against i believe it was katana and raiden seems to have a crush on katana and like that's not a thing that's happened but like in this game ryan's a human right and King's the the earth god and so like stuff like that gets me so fucking excited uh both for the story but then also just the gameplay and the characters the more i see gameplay footage of this game the more i'm blown away and every with every new character they announce i'm like dude y'all are absolutely nailing this while i was playing the uh the closed beta a couple weeks ago and i picked up this character Lee May, and, like, Lee May is a character I've never used before. I forget which which game Lee May um, was, um, like, originated in. It might have been Deception, but I never played her. Started playing as her, and already I was like, dude, I could see this being my main. Like, I've never Ooh. cared about this character. I've never, I, I'm not super familiar with this character, but I really like this character. And so, uh, yeah, I, I cannot
0: wait for Mortal Kombat 1. Hell yeah, man. So it looks like I was wrong. I don't know where, why I thought that this game was September 19th. It's always been September 14th.
2: Uh, no, it's, it's September 19th. No, it's the 19th. So I'm looking as well. Like even in the Wikipedia, it now says the 14th. But in like the development stuff, it says it was announced for the 19th. Wait, you're right. And I think I said
1: Raiden earlier. Sorry, I meant Raiden. It's the Metal Gear in me. <laughs>
2: oh, it's hard, man. Ryu, Ryu, Ryu shit. This talking shit is well, amazing. Well, okay, problem. yeah. This, that's that's it. So I think 14th is the early access date.
0: A lot of the people are saying the early access is the 11th. Hm.
2: Either way, we're very close to I think to this the game. Per, the people who are saying the 11th is the early access date, I think they're
0: wrong and we'll ban them. Okay. Ban them. They'll all be banned forever. Um but oh bless. This means we're getting it soon.
1: I know that's the thing I keep thinking about is we're not that far off as like reviewers from getting this game,
0: hopefully. Hopefully.
1: Hopefully. Oh man. God. And I'm and like I mean playing Liza P at the same time probably There's so much going on. I'll be jumping on. those two games, it's going to be a great time.
0: Story number four, Shadow Gambit, The Cursed Crew, is uh, Mimimi's final game as the studio shuts down. This comes from George Yang at IGN. Mimimi Games has announced its final game is Shadow Gambit, The Cursed Crew, and that the studio will slowly shut down over the next few months. In a statement on its website, the studio said that the team enjoyed creating games for the past 15 years and are proud of what they accomplished. However, the game development process took a toll. At the same time, dedicating the past decade and a half of our lives, working on increasingly ambitious games took a heavy personal toll on us and our families. After the release of Shadow Gambit, we decided it was the right time to prioritize our well-being and to pull the brakes instead of signing up for another multi-year production cycle. Mimimi will no longer create any new games, but will continue to fully support Shadow Gambit. The studio has already been working on a patch for all platforms and will release more content for the game later this year. Thankfully, Shadow Gambit's successful launch has allowed Mimimi to pay bonuses to employees while they transition out. The studio's portfolio includes games such as Shadow Tactics, Blades of the Shogun, and Desperados 3. Its latest game, Shadow Gambit, The Cursed Crew, is a real-time strategy title that takes place during the golden age of piracy, where Kurtz has revived the dead with supernatural abilities. I thought they were talking about the, the PSP era. Um, <laughs> in IGN's Shadow Gambit The Cursed Crew review, which returned a nine out of cool 10. each of piracy. <laughs>
1: that was really good. Was uh, really good. <laughs> we said
0: Shadow Gambit The Cursed Crew is a peak example of the stealth tactics genre from a studio that is clearly mastering its craft. Dang, nine out of 10. Uh, yeah. what, what a score to go out on. Uh, I'm unfamiliar with the Shadow Gambit The Cursed Crew. I'm unfamiliar
1: with all of this, except for Desperados 3. And I, that's probably I three, I've only heard the, t- the the title of, but it's a very fascinating story, right? Like a studio deciding, deciding to close the stores after just like, like it's not, it doesn't sound like a, you know, um, financial, we can't afford this thing. It doesn't sound like a controversial, like somebody did something bad. It sounds like a, now we're done. <laughs> we're just closing the doors. Cause we're done here.
0: Yeah. Um, and obviously that's, uh, there's, there's a lot of, uh, sadness there, but yeah. I, I do think there's a lot, a lot to celebrate. Like they, they did it. And especially going out like this, like, uh it, It sounds like they're doing this as right as they possibly can. Yeah, paying their workers bonuses. Um, So yeah, definitely a sad story and unfortunate. Not something you want to hear. But hey, if it's for their well-being, it's what they want to do. And it's a decision they're making uh, by choice. It's always better to go out by choice than be forced to. So uh, hopefully that everybody there that... uh, lands on their feet in the best way possible and um hopefully that this brings more happiness to people's yeah. lives because you know games are hard man that's the life thing. Is this is hard
1: this video game shit isn't easy yeah this life
0: shit is, hard, is, isn't easy right you got to find what
1: inspires joy for you you got to figure out what to do to make yourself happy and so yeah if, if calling it quits and finding something else that you want to do is the thing that makes you happy that's what you got to do mm-hmm.
0: story number five robobot <laughs> robocop rogue city delayed to november uh this comes from wesley yin pool at vgc RoboCop Rogue City is delayed to November 2nd. Developer Tayon has announced it was due out in September. The RoboCop Rogue City Steam page still carries the September release window, but that shit is wrong. Uh, confirmation comes from a tweet from Tayon saying, Gamescom is now in the rear view mirror and it's left us buzzing with excitement. Last week, RoboCop Rogue City took the stage during screenings on Gamescom. Mark your calendars for November 2nd, when this thrilling experience will hit PS5, PC, Xbox Series S, and X. The anticipation's real, and we can't wait for you to dive into the actual your thoughts and experiences mean the world to us. Is Mark. it just me or does this game still not feel like it's a real game? It's so weird because it like looks way too good for what it is. So yeah, it doesn't look real. But
1: like the the original trailer watching it it did look like a fake game but then greg did a preview of it and was really glowing in that preview he, for what it was
0: yeah really glowing for what it was but yeah game exists and it looks rad it does look like the type of thing where you're like there's no way it's actually gonna look like this when you play it but sounds no. like it does in fact i mean I,
1: I don't know if it looks like this this doesn't look like real gameplay
2: <laughs> it says a gameplay trailer it'd be
1: wild Wait, if what, this was what was the other game maybe i'm thinking of a different game you think of the terminator one
0: Greg was saying that he played it and it looked really, really, really good, but like it wasn't the best game ever. But it I also wasn't horrible. I could have sworn I saw God <laughs> this fucking screen. I could have sworn
1: I saw like a reveal trailer for this game that looked way different. Yeah, but I might be tripping. Maybe I am thinking of a Terminator thing. Either way, like yeah, good for them. Good on pushing it. Yeah, you know, I think they they knew that I was working on blessed super fun game release calendar. Coming, gonna come out the updated versions coming out sometime this week. I'm mm-hmm. waiting on Devolver because they're gonna announce the umbrella release date. Of course, yeah. of course. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah I'm, I'm 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 keeping the the calendar update on hold but now i can switch over um robocop let's see because
0: it was originally coming out in september right mm-hmm. yeah that's a good i i shout out to these game developers for actually shuffling release dates around like yeah, i didn't the way. think it was gonna happen but now we have this we have alan wake and we had um what was the last one? Oh, the, it was the first one which was Baldur's gate moving the, the oh date yeah. up uh good for them good, good for y'all for them um, release dates, man, they be shifting, they be changing, and just release dates for so many games are so far away. Very but far if I of, want to know what's coming to Mom and Grop Shops today, where would I look?
1: You would look toward the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform, as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily show hosts each and every weekday.
3: do 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 do
0: yeah. Assassin's Creed Mirage, Bander oh. SN
2: brings up as well. Mm-hmm. That's another one. Yeah, that moved, that moved up like a few days, like six days or something like that. I'm
1: pretty sure it, it, Eternites moved up also. A did lot of it? games are moving up. Did it not?
2: I don't know. I think it did. I played that demo and I, I quickly stopped paying attention.
0: <laughs> Out today. Goodbye Volcano High on yeah. PlayStation 5, PS4, and PC. A what? Wild. That game was revealed
1: at... The, I think the original PS5. It was
0: supposed to be a
2: PS5 launch game.
1: Like a PS5 showcase. And it was like it was like alongside the Strays and the Spider-Man Miles Morales' and like those games. And it's just and is coming it out awesome. under the radar. Is there reviews? I don't think so. Not I, feel I, like
2: think. I, I feel like Greg wouldn't have shut up about this game if we had gotten review codes for it. There is know? a
0: question in reader mail about it. Huh. Really, really interesting. Hold on, hold on. Nope. Not, nothing that I'm no seeing here. Do you want me is to go Greg, ask Greg? Yeah, can you get Greg to come in here? Yeah. Uh, while, while he does that. Uh, Samba de Amigo, Party Central, out on Switch. Uh, sea of Stars on PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, Switch and PC. Are you interested in giving this one a shot? Sea of Stars,
1: it looks really cool. So cool. I've been interested in it, but my thing is, I am... Like, I, I feel like I misrepresent myself because I think I come off so hard as like a JRPG person because I do like a lot of JRPGs. The 16-bit like Super Nintendo JRPGs aren't necessarily like me, right? Like I, I like one-offs, right? Like I like Live Alive a lot. Which I like feel that. like this, you liking that makes me think this might be your jam. Maybe, I have it, I have it on my PS5 and I played like the first 15 minutes, right? But then I had to go back and review another game. Um, but we'll see, like I might, I might find time for it.
0: Greg Miller, welcome to the stage. What's going on with Goodbye Volcano High?
3: Who knows, everybody? It's out today. Huh. Did, huh. did you get a code? They did not send review codes ahead of time.
0: Interesting. Is that, do, you, huh. do you take that as a bad thing? Me and you have been talking about this a lot recently, that things have been changing, especially this year, this late in the year, with the delays, with the moves, with the amount of games coming out, that some people just aren't even putting out review codes because they're just like, the game will speak for itself. And that's kind of been working. It hasn't been necessarily a bad sign that Baldur's Gate 3 didn't put codes out that early.
3: Baldur's Gate 3 is a completely different scenario, I think, of that game coming in so hot. Um, Bear, go wide. I'm going to stand up. Uh, Look at my dick. Whoa, whoa, (laughs) whoa, (laughs) whoa. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This one, you know, has been a... Jesus, this is at the PlayStation 5 launch slate thing. It's been delayed a bunch. It had a a lot of good buzz back then when it happened. Uh, I think it seems like... It's been a turbulent development cycle. There's been a lot of delays. Uh, I, I don't. We don't know that, I guess, because they didn't put any dates on it. But it is an enigma as to how this game has come together and how it's doing. And yeah, no codes were sent out today. We got a press release uh, from Co-op, and I hit them back, and it said review codes are available. And I was like, can we get two codes? Like, sure. Request here. They should be out in the next few hours. I was like, okay. I'm going to steal a question from reader mail because Jordan D writes in about this and says, Morning, KFG crew.
1: So goodbye, Volcano High. A game that I've been looking forward to since the initial PS5 reveal in June 2020 is out today, and yet I'm still barely seeing anything about this game. As of my writing, there's no reviews, gameplay length times, etc. I'm not complaining that a game I care about isn't getting a spotlight, but how does a game go from being featured as an indie darling in a new console reveal uh, uh, to what seems like zero PR by its launch date? Is it just getting overshadowed by AC6 and Starfield, or did Sony abandon this game? would love to hear any thoughts or insights on this, Jordan.
3: Well, Jordan, great question, and I agree. Uh, I understand where you're coming from. Did Sony abandon this game? no that's not sony's job sony's job and playstation's job is to put out the console and then make partnerships and promote games that way and that's what they did by putting it in there however i doubt that and i don't know i'm speaking out of turn i doubt that playstation had any kind of marketing budget or buy or promise with the goodbye volcano high and that it's theirs this seems strictly it's on the shoulders of co-op uh uh, developer i'm not sure who's publishing it actually if you can look that up for me Mm -hmm. um it has been a game that's been gestating forever it is finally here and yeah they're to my knowledge were no previews. There was no uh, no one reached out to us ahead of time, which made me think, oh, maybe I'm not. I don't know who's doing PR for this game. I was like, maybe I'm not on this PR mailer uh, group thing. And then today I got the email of saying, hey, it's out today. And then I was there and I still haven't gotten codes last I checked. So my thought is it's one of two things and neither are good. Uh, Co-op it, is the publisher. Yeah, they're publishing They are publishing this on themselves. Yeah. My thoughts are either that the game isn't that great and didn't come together, so they got rid of it that way. And I don't know if you're zooming in for a bit, if you're just trying to get a tighter. If, I'm not going to do a bit. So I think it's either, uh, yeah, the game didn't come together, and so why bother? You know, you, Reviews would not have helped. Uh, obviously, Goodbye Volcano High is a game people have been waiting for and excited for based on that thing. So getting a review out there that is a 5 out of 10, not that I know that's what it is or think it's what it is, is not good for you. And then the other side, can you click on Co-op? I forget what else they made. So it's, Co-op has made uh, GNOG, G-N-O-G. Right, it's NOG, right, right, yeah, right. So winding
0: it, Worlds, Ridiculous Fishing, EX, and now Goodbye Volcano High.
3: And so, again, they are a young publisher slash developer, and they developed Goodbye Volcano th- yes, High. Yes, and it. they
0: also built the Mirror of Spirits, an expansion for Lara Croft Go in 2016.
3: So my thoughts are it's either that the game is not good, and they, wanted, they thought it would do, do them no good of getting it out, or this is just an... A very young publisher that doesn't 100% know how traditional video game journalism works. Maybe, again, this comes out. And guess what, everybody? It is an 8. It is a 10. It is a whatever. It is whatever. Fantastic. Awesome. That'd be great. Uh, and maybe it is that they were selective with putting it out or they wanted it to speak for itself or whatever. Like, I don't know. And without them talking about it, there really is no answer as to what happened with it. But it is a peculiar story for something that is like, okay, cool. Wow, you know, uh in the chat there BodaciousBall Ball says it's got an 84% from 33 reviews. Where is that and who reviews? Uh, Steam.
0: Steam. Oh, okay. So Best user reviews. Okay. okay. For a
3: game that came out today. Sure, exactly. Uh, who knows? We'll have to wait and see. Uh hopefully we'll get codes eventually, but again, you are what a bad time to release any video yeah. game right now and again like i'm speaking strictly from our side of reviewing games and talking about games so, you know maybe for a different website with a lot of people and you know, like an ign who's gonna to review everything it's a different thing but for us we're all hands on deck for starfield so there's been a number of people who have hit me up this week like hey just wondering if this was gonna it's like nope no one had time to go play that game or do it which is the other thing here where i don't think we would have stopped the world to go play goodbye volcano high but i would love to touch but, it but i mean I that saw... sounds like you would have PS I love you would have played this game my hope is that we get code soon or I just buy it and have something to say about it on PS I love you this week in terms of just a preview of where we are but yeah it's been it's a peculiar situation I don't know I mean the same thing happened with Bomber Cyberpunk where that yeah. came out
1: a week ago and i was surprised not to get codes um, yeah and that's one that like I've been seeing a lot of glowing reception of a lot of people are liking Bomber cyber Funk, and like it just turns out to be a situation of like yeah we're just putting it out we're not worrying about that was yeah, that the way. same thing right where it's yeah. like
3: I, we hit them up for codes too. never heard mm-hmm. anything about that and what there was one review the day of and it was somebody who bought it and then played yeah. like 12 hours straight and put up a review seemingly yeah you know being an indie uh dev is hard being a small fish in a huge pond is hard and so i think yeah you're seeing different ways to do it we have been in some ways maybe uh spoiled by you know indies getting uh out early and doing their thing. I mean, you can look, and I know it's a little bit apples and oranges, but like obviously sabotage yesterday with Sea of Stars, which of course is their follow-up to the Messenger, a humongous game, yeah. but look at how well they did it. They still made a splash yesterday. They still turned a lot of heads. They had the reviews they needed because they got the game early to us and had something out there, but who knows? What's there going go. on here now? What's on with the RoboCop?
1: Oh, I got delayed. God damn it. Went how long? Uh, November 2nd. Okay, I can. Yeah. I, I'll accept
0: it. Yeah. It was coming okay. out in September. All right. So, all right. All <laughs> <laughs> today continuing, we have Daymare, nineteen ninety four Sandcastle. What? Oh, you never heard of Daymare, nineteen ninety four Sandcastle? That is just a set of words together that makes no sense. Nah, man, that's game of
1: the year contender, top
0: ten. Daymare colon. Kind of funny. First off, Daymare. It's like a nightmare. The opposite of but n- the nightmare. Day. Yeah. And then nineteen ninety four Sandcastle. It's
2: the uh, prequel to Dayman. Nineteen ninety
0: three. Hold
2: on. I'm trying to pull up gameplay here.
0: It's coming to PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. And then we have Agatha Christie, Hercule Poirot. I don't know how to say that.
1: Do you? Agatha Agatha Christie, Hercules. Ooh. No, I don't. Poirot. Poirot? Poirot? Poirot?
0: The London case. PC, PS4, and PS5. Switch, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S. And then Rhapsody, Marl, Kingdom Chronicles, PC, PS5, and Switch. So here we have Daymare 1994, Sandcastle. Oh! <gasps> I like at some point I'm
1: gonna make a like a, a game maybe to replace kind of feature, or maybe to like be a thing but like I want to make a game that is just out today and like
0: mobile gamer bullshit essentially yeah yeah, yeah basically
1: like fake out today's. I mean man, it, I feel like. Because Rhapsody Moral Kingdom Chronicles is not a fucking game. (laughs) You can't (laughs) convince me that's a real thing. Agatha Christie, Hercule Poirot, the London case. Are you kidding me? I mean, Agatha Christie is a
2: famous uh, mystery writer.
1: Yeah, but like I could put Agatha Christie, Cole, in anything. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I, it's not the Agatha Christie part that I, I don't believe yeah. <laughs> I yeah, believe yeah, yeah, in Agatha yeah. Christie. I remember Agatha Christie from back in the day. She was cool. But Hercules <laughs> Poirot, <Plurit>, the <laughs> London case. Were you homies with Agatha Christie? Oh, yeah. She was the homie. Yeah. Oh, shit, man. Elementary school. We go, <laughs> we go way back. We go way back. Just play hopscotch together. Next up, uh, we have partnered Samba with de
0: Amigo. Nvidia GeForce <laughs> to give you guys updates and all the latest and greatest in the GeForce RTX world. Uh, there was a ton of DLSS announcement at Gamescom, so we're going to do, gonna do a, a little recap here. Uh, there was so much gaming news coming out last week, so Nvidia wanted us to make sure you were caught up on some of the announcements that were made over there around their upcoming RTX on titles uh, last week. They told you about the new DLSS 3.5 coming to both Alan Wake and Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty. Both titles will have beautiful full ray tracing and will be incredible to experience on PC. Uh, Also, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 will be getting DLSS 3 and NVIDIA Reflex uh, at launch on November 10th. NVIDIA will continue its technical partnership with the Call of Duty franchise to make sure this year's offering is exceptionally responsive at high frame rates, just like Andy Cortez likes it. Right, Snowbike Mike? Fortnite DLSS 3 as well. Um uh, we Fortnite will be getting this upgrade this fall letting players play competitively with high performance even at 4K resolution. You gotta love DLSS. This I love using DLSS. It's out there allowing resolutions and FPSs to fly. Uh Black Myth Wukong DLSS 3 as well. Uh, we got our first look at what it's gonna look like here. This mythical action RPG looks like it's gonna be a ton of fun with gameplay deserving a beautiful 4K monitor. There's some highly detailed graphics in this reveal video that we're checking out now. Also got a bunch of boss battles. Can you wait for Black Myth Wukong? I
1: cannot wait for Black
0: Myth Wukong. It is such a blessing game.
1: I know, man. I, I can. I'm very excited about it.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, some new dates for you. This, the fabulous Fear Machine, will launch on October fourth, twenty twenty three, on SteamGog.com and the Epic Games Store. That's
1: one of the Agatha Christie books.
0: Yes, Agatha Christie, Rise the of Kong. Fear rise of kong launches october 17th on xbox one xbox series x ps4 ps5 switch and pc front mission Two remake is launching on october 5th on nintendo switch the final season of sex education's coming to netflix starting september i I
1: just added that yeah yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. dude sex education is so good have you seen it
0: uh no i actually haven't it's probably
1: my favorite netflix show really yeah Oh. It's so, it's fucking
2: good. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: Alyssa really enjoyed it as well. We'll have to get on it. I, I'm sure we will. At some point we watch all of those things last night. We watched the new, um, Adam Sandler produced movie on Netflix. Uh, but don't let that dissuade you. It was actually pretty damn good. Oh, it's called, it's called um, you were so not invited to my bat mitzvah. And huh. it's, uh, uh oh, I've been hearing things about that it's, one. Yeah. It's pretty good. Not the funny or not the best movie ever, but like definitely a, a good use of your time. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the entire Sandler family. All right. Like okay. the, the main actress and, and uh, one of the main supports are his two daughters. His oh, wife's in it, he's in it. And it's like, oh, there's a lot of fun here. Adina okay. Menzel's in it.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's a fun. You fun know what I finished last night? Chaunt. The Bear. The Bear <laughs> season two.
2: Oh, oh. Uh, don't say anything. I still have two episodes. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not,
1: I'm not going to say anything. Just that, like, God, FX doesn't miss. And the Bears is one of my favorite shows now. It's incredible.
0: Nothing but facts. Incredible. Right now.
1: It's like, I know a show is good when it starts to make me reframe how I think about life. (laughs) Because the good, the good, I got to the end of The Good Place, and like, The Good Place redefined a lot of how I view like morality, and then also kind of defined how I view like finding a quote unquote soulmate, right? And like how like you don't find a soulmate, you create a soulmate in a person. And I thought, I thought that was so beautiful and I adopted that in my own life. Hell yeah. The bear has like an episode that really kind of made me think about how I go about like my day to day and the things that I make and put out there and like how much it could mean to other people. And that like legitimately made me like sit back and think about like, damn, that's crazy. <laughs>
0: bear makes you think, man. <laughs> it that is for think, dude. damn sure. Um, so then we're we going to move on to, we're, we're running along here. Let's get straight to the you're wrong. Let's see what we got wrong today. Um, we got some from yesterday. See, this is what happens when
1: I'm not on the show. Y'all don't delete your your wrongs. I got to clean up after all y'all.
0: Yeah. Well,
2: I, I think the problem was by the time they got to your oh, wrong yesterday, after. like those came in after
0: we got to that section. So mm. yeah. Let's see. The Turnites was moved up by nine days from September 21st to September 12th. That comes from... There you go. Nailed it. his Eyes. Um, no, you're
2: right. People are writing
1: about the reviews on Steam, which yeah. I don't take that as a thing. Like, I know on Steam no. you have to play a certain amount or whatever before you can actually review a thing, but the game just came out. I'm not, I, don't, I, don't, I do not care about user reviews on the same day a game came out on Steam. Let's wait a week. Let's wait till people actually finish the game. <laughs>
0: Uh okay, and then uh we got one saying it's pronounced Hercule Poirot. Poirot Poirot Poirot, Poirot. 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 Yeah. Poirot. Uh it's it's Belgian with a French name.
1: A lot of people are saying that oh, that's one of her main detective characters. Listen, and I then, told you all familiar with Ag- Agatha Christie. I didn't read any of her books. Are you kidding
0: me? Yeah, no, <laughs> no, just I was just familiar with her game. Yeah,
1: I was reading a series of unfortunate events when I was in elementary Hell school. Yeah, bless. I wasn't messing around with Agatha Christie.
0: Chungus writes it. <laughs> Saying Damer 1994 is actually a prequel to Damer 1998, which was an RE2 remake inspired game.
1: An RE2 remake inspired game.
0: Think yeah. about how crazy that, that is. Yeah. Yeah. God. How what insane a world it is an RE2 remake in. inspired game? Cool. Got a prequel. Cool. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, that's been kind of funny games daily. What a ride it's been. Tomorrow's host, Bless and Greg. Thursday, we have Bless and Paris. Hell yeah. Oh. Friday Woo. we have me and Bless to close out the week before a beautiful, fun three day weekend. Uh while you guys it's a three day weekend? I think so.
2: Yep. It's, oh uh, yeah. it's one of those days on Monday. Uh what is it? Labor Day? Labor Day. Yeah. Oh, one gotta, of them days. Labor day <laughs> Oh
1: you know what? That's why my group chat was like, yo, do you want to go hiking? <laughs> I just saw hiking and I said no. <laughs>
0: yeah my God, that's all i saw i was I like fucking hiking? No. i fucking respect that Bless.
1: i ain't no guy I, I got
0: time for hiking they're like it's only a mile i'm like it's a mile too long <laughs> you need know to walk uh, outside we're about to do our fun super chat post show get your super chats in over on youtube get your resub messages over on twitch the hype messages on twitch we're going to be answering all of them with one snow bike mike really excited to have him join us but until next time it's been our pleasure to serve you
1: hiking come on bro <laughs> get out of here nah, man. the only time i hike is on my dating profile <laughs> yep my guy my uh, I mean, i'm kidding doing? actually i
0: actually don't have that on my dating profile i don't My dating profile is looking too goddamn good right now if you updated it with that wedding picture oh i Mint did Brown's oh I, I
1: mean, as soon as i saw that picture i went directly to hinge yeah <laughs> changed out the first photo my I, god the thing though the thing that's wrong with my dating profile is that there are too many pictures of me in suits mm. and so i look like a person that wears suits all the time so yeah. now i gotta pick and choose which like suit photo um, photos I'm adding to my profile yeah. and so I got rid of like I had my, I think I had my all pink suit on there I got rid of that so I could have this new one
0: you got to keep the blue you got to keep the spider-man premiere the
1: spider-man premiere is on there um well I think I had one from like my that original game awards I can pull up my data. there's photo. one
0: picture of you that I really like that I feel like would be good on this which is like you like this is it? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like, oh, that's the spare bedroom launch one. Yes, <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> dude. Good, good. Because that there's so much personality in that that I feel like shows a range that you have. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. So no, my, like I'm that. so
1: happy with my dating profile. Now, do I get matches? No, but like I'm still happy with what it is. <laughs> hey, look at look at this, Mike. Look, you look. That's picture phenomenal. number one. Like, picture number you, two for my birthday right there. You get right right no there. matches, you get matches, uh, young buck. No I know picture. you do. I got me with the uh, Game Awards one. Yeah, uh huh. The hat. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I do have like <laughs> this one on there. Okay, right. makes I mean, you look cool. like you're on yeah. TV. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, it looks, looks
4: cool. This is a good profile picture. wise He has a great profile, ladies and gentlemen. He definitely gets matches because he's the star oh. of the show. <laughs> I also got. I also just put the. I did this as an
1: experiment to see like, are people going to mess with this? The answer is yes. Oh, the, the answer is yes. It's a. It's a TikTok. Oh. Oh, of like me doing. I I did one of those cap cut. It's good. Them cap cut
4: templates, and it's me taking off a Miles Morales mask. Great, one great guy. Yo, what the heck is going on? Kind of funny. Best friends. Welcome back to another KFGD. Kind of funny. Super chat post show with me, your guy Snowbike Mike. Back at it again for another lovely afternoon with the team. I took Monday off, so it feels weird coming back in. You're here. I missed y'all. You know how I get on my days off. Yeah. Sometimes I think maybe I should just be at work. <laughs> I just prefer That's being at work. That's the exact opposite though. But I'm point happy though. to be here with all of you today. Of course, we're jumping into the Super Chats where well, you, Kind of Funny best friends, can get involved with the show. Whether you're watching live over on YouTube and or Twitch, don't forget you can use that Super Chat functionality or... Over on Twitch, there's the new hype chat functionality. If you'd like to write in your questions, comments, and concerns, or just resubscribe at the tier one through three level or for free with Prime Gaming, we'll read out those resubs just like my good friend Guy V has resubscribed over on Twitch with the tier one sub for 45 months. Any of you going to PAX West, Tim? Gettys, wish, what's up with Tim? Let's have a talk yeah. about PAX, okay? Yeah. What's up with PAX, Tim? Why, why is the Young Bucks going to PAX? Let the Young Bucks go to PAX.
0: PAX just, it's not the same. Like, like these conventions just aren't the same. Like, And the pandemic obviously, like, killed conventions mm-hmm, in every way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even before that, I feel like there was just a shift and change in the industry overall of how these events um, happened and, and went down. Like, what panels are there? What opportunities are there? And uh, there's still, it's still great. I'm like, I, I mean, I, I honestly can't even say that. I haven't been. Uh, and being on being somebody that was at pretty much every single PAX and PAX East that there was for yes, a yes. long stretch of time, adding all the RTXs to that, adding all the other just random conventions we've been to, uh, I, I feel like the the overall vibe shifted and changed just like the social landscape has for things. So um, I feel like unless there's like a reason to be somewhere, I don't know that we ever will again to something like that. And uh, that it bums me out in a lot of ways, but I also just think like it... It's When you're at some of these conventions, there was always this feeling of, like, this is the most important thing going on in the world right now. Everyone around us is here, and they care, and the internet's all talking about it. And even if you're not here, it feels like this is all happening. And uh, I feel like that's kind of went away. Like, there's been multiple PAXs, New York Comic Cons, Comic Cons that have happened, and I didn't even realize it. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, and I follow all these people on Twitter and I'm not even seeing a single conversation about it. So I feel like that's kind of where it's at. Okay.
4: That's where it's at. Bless right
1: there. I wanted to go this year, but yeah, Starfield, a bunch of games North and Bay. also a marriage. Like a lot of things happened. Uh, oh, your year. marriage?
4: Not my Oh, man. you a, got a, married. Marriage <laughs> kind of slipped in marriage. marriage. I guess. Like like, oh, by okay. the way. I
1: don't know why I still have this dating app because I'm married now. <laughs> uh, but like I, I, could see myself going, like maybe not for like kind of funny, but just yeah. going myself because I do mm-hmm. love PAX, right? Like I, I lived in Seattle. You before love Seattle? Years, so yeah, yeah. When I was there, I went to PAX every single year mm-hmm. and fucking loved it. PAX is awesome. And I, I want to go just for my own enjoyment of it, right? Like I don't even, I don't need to go for a panel or or whatever. I just want to go because I really love Seattle and I really love PAX West, and so. I might I might go next year definitely not this year cuz well it's happening in a few days. Yeah.
4: And I to have time for that. You know, it's fun because, Tim, you know, when we talk about our employee reviews and our goals, I've always written down, I want to go to a convention and work at one of the booths. I always, I still to this day, want to work a booth. I want to be I, calling people. I want to get people excited. <laughs> hey, get in this line. Okay, here's the controls. I'm going to tell you all about it. Kind of like a Disney waiting adventure. Like on that line, I want uh-huh. to be that guy. A Disney waiting adventure. You know what I mean? I'm going to take you on an adventure while you wait in this hour and a half long line to play s- Cyberpunk 2077. That, There's no one. That's <laughs> all, all I want. It. I like, want nobody- so so oh bad I love you. I, I, let I, me get in that booth y'all I, I have a friend who's
1: an artist that's doing new york comic con okay he's been talking to me about helping out at her booth oh that's so I, might, I might be doing the, all that yeah at new yeah
4: comic con booth let's know booth boys right booth here boys, we're ready boys. to go
1: we're ready to have some I fun. I, I wish i had the mic energy about it like you're I'm, good i'm going i'm going there very much like oh i just want to go to
4: new york right i'll yeah. help out a friend while i'm <laughs> while i'm there mike is going because he wants to be a, a, a i actively dude. want to be in the booth yeah uh so, Call me. You got a video game? Actually, you call Tim. Tim, will I need call to bring, me. If you want
1: to come to New York, I'll let you like do the booth duties while I uh-huh. hang out in New York. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be, be for free you though. Get You're some not, lunch. You might have to pay for your
4: flight. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump into the super chats because we have some great questions coming in. Of course, like I said before, you can get involved just like our Twitch chat just did. If you want to have some fun and ask some more questions, like just like my good friend Weedle, the Game Cat. Tim, have you tried VR Skater on PSVR
0: two? No. <laughs> I, would you try it i mean i would try it but like from looking at the footage i'm like oh that's gonna make me throw up but oh okay that's the same reason i haven't tried
4: it i would like to try that with the tony hawk ride skateboard Hell yeah and see like see what, what we
0: break inside the room your eye
4: uh-huh. is right because that's definitely gonna break something so there i was Beautiful Tahoe afternoon yesterday. Uh You know, it's like we're ramping down the weekend. Mm -hmm. It's Monday afternoon. It's time to, like, say goodbye and get ready to go home. And me and Earl the Squirrel are over at the Libation Lounge. Not a big fan of the name, but the Libation Lounge. Nice little brewery spot, right? And there's these two kids. You know, they're teenagers. They're enjoying their time off of school. They're skating. They're ripping. Hell yeah. Yeah kid's looking at a stair set. Uh Uh-oh. He comes to the restaurant patio. He's getting through everybody, and then he pulls up to the the staircase. Stops. Goes back again. Rips through everybody. Now the employees are starting to look, because now they got to tell him, hey, stop doing that. And he rips again. He comes back, and I go, do a kickflip, dude. (laughs) And the kid laughs. And then Earl goes, Okay, hit those stairs, bro. And he's like, I'm looking at the sixth stair. I think I can do it. And so now he rips it again, and he's doing this. And the staff comes out, they're like, hey, bro, you got to stop. And we're like, well, let's give him one. Let's <laughs> you know, give him one. Let's Mike give him up. One. Hey, hey, hey hold hold on, restaurant. Hey, let's <laughs> give him one. Do you know what I mean? Let's give him one. So sure enough, kid rips it. He's ripping through. I mean, we're talking small tables. Between you and Bless, he's ripping through tables and people. So, like, clearly you shouldn't be doing this starts ripping it i'm like here it comes kid you see him get airborne i said everybody stand up we all stood up to see him he missed it he bricked it but like oh it was a good God. time but let those kids skate did you, you know ever what I
1: mean? do uh like <laughs> toastmasters or like one of those like uh classes slash organizations that is about like storytelling and no, kind of no. speeches and stuff the to- Toastmasters, was yeah, yeah. That my dad was a part of, right? Oh, like okay. My dad's a pastor, so he would do uh. like you know, like a lot of speech type classes and organizations. You tell a story as if you were part <laughs> of Toastmasters. Oh, we were sitting right I there. I you were like trained to tell <laughs> <was> stories because <laughs> that was very imp- like oh. the way that you like you would bring in like these little details. I would put us there uh. between you and Tim, like he was about that distance. Like the way that you would bring in those details you're where we can blessed. really see it. it was very impressive. I missed you. So your storytelling like,
4: abilities is incredible. People back home, mm-hmm. nothing but love for Bless. Hell yeah. Yeah, everybody was jazzed up. They always loved seeing me. But everybody was talking about, oh man, I loved Blessing's review on this game. Blessing yeah. gives the best reviews. They were saying nothing but good oh, yeah. things about it. It's like, Teddy, what? He's like, you got to tell Blessing good. Shout out to Teddy out there. Shout to Teddy, here. everybody. Portland What's Teddy's nickname? Good taste Teddy's what we call him now. Good taste Teddy. Well, Theodore. Teddy is his name. Oh, it's right, just Teddy. Right. Uh, but just Teddy. He doesn't
2: have like a, a title like Squirrel? No,
4: I don't even know Teddy's it, last name. It's no Teddy. I've known Teddy since I was 18 years old. That's how <laughs> it's just Teddy. I don't even know Teddy's last name. God. Man, I want <laughs> to know his last name. I can't even tell you. Uh, the Portland Kevin writes in and says, While well, yesterday's bit about the name Multnom? Multnomah. Multnomah was a little funny. Is Greg aware that he was making fun of the Northwest Native American heritage?
0: Oh, Absolutely not. Yeah, I was uh, gonna say I, I don't think it. he was That's Portland, not. Kevin. But
4: thank you for schooling us on that one. Now we know. Multnama. Multnama. And where did that come from? A video
1: game? Uh, no, it was a writer. It was, I think somebody oh, was writing and okay. talking about how they were from Multnama. and you know, uh. Greg does what Greg does, which is he makes a bit. Yeah,
4: yeah. Well, he he's learned now. Thank you for telling us. Uh, Earl writes in, Tim. Nobody seems to be remembering that Ahsoka's voice can be heard at the end of episode. Nine, Four, nine. Thank you. Should should we be concerned?
0: Uh, everybody nine? remembers that. How she's,
4: many goddamn episodes did we have? We remembers. gotta stop. I mean, it's like <laughs> we gotta stop. Well, like
2: everybody remembers in the sense that we all make fun of it because it's a stupid scene. But yeah, like
0: yeah. I, don't know. I, I mean, anybody that's aware of Ahsoka, I think yes would remember that that happened. Um, I, I I think that we should not be at all concerned. That's also but, like 30 sorry, years in the rephrase future. This. There's not a chance in hell Ahsoka dies in the Ahsoka show. I would Zero say chance. maybe Heir of the Empire, the movie. Yes. yes. Yeah. Not the shelf. No Wait, no chance.
1: There's a movie coming out called Heir of the Empire?
2: Heir to the Empire.
1: Is it like a live action movie? Yeah. Oh,
2: another it, Star Wars They're still
1: movie. doing those. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's lit. That's oh, yeah. lit. But this okay, time it's actually Han exciting.
2: Han this time it's actually exciting Bless, because oh, int- they're actually building <laughs> on stuff that they've been, you know, uh, telling <laughs> since like 2007. No, but this is this is people who've been working on Star Wars for 20 years, not uh, two fucking uh, dorks who came in fighting each other between three movies, you know, Bless.
4: Mm, okay, okay. I don't, uh, my good friend, the game cat, wrote in again, Tim, mm-hmm. please give VR Skater. A try on PSVR 2 <laughs> with information points now. <laughs> so, is they, they want you to try.
0: I mean, try. I, 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 I do not have to your VR.
4: Team. Bring your VR in. Yeah. Let's try it. Let's Hold try it. on. Let's I, wait for the. I will I haven't give it even a strapped that thing onto my face yet I, here.
1: Ask me where my VR is right now. Oh, okay. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> is it in the office? Yeah, yeah, is yeah. it under my bed? Is it Who in the, the closet? Knows. I do not know where my VR is. There
4: I was on the beach. Yes. You know, I like to watch y'all mm-hmm. even when I have days off because I'm lonely and I like being around y'all. So there I am listening. Tim, you gave a big shout out Uh to the Game Boy Advanced SP, the little clamshell thing. Oh yeah! Now I have that. Why is it so special? Because what I like is my cool matching DK64 Jungle Green Game Boy Advance that goes well with my N64. Why should I love
0: that weird little black clamshell that I have in my house right now? I mean, it's just it's just so well designed, and its back it was like such a like handheld gaming from 1990 until or 89. Was it even that the Game Boy came out until 2003 when the Game Boy advances piece. So throughout Game Boy, Game Boy Color and yes. Game Boy Advance, no backlight. You need like it was, it was like, impossible. Remember, I had that
4: flashlight you needed on it with the little the warm light. Glass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn yeah. Them uh-huh. the fuck on.
0: Like it was horrible. And having the backlight was awesome. The colors that they gave for that thing were great. I loved how clicky the buttons were. Mm, okay. Yeah. Now GBASP was just a. It's an utter win, man, across the board. Yeah. And then they put out it, the. It was the first anniversary collection thing of the the NES. So it must have been the like, I don't know, twenty year. If that's right, maybe maybe 20, twenty-five year. I don't fucking know. I'm not good at math. Um, and it was awesome. Like one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Okay. okay. Good to know. Yeah. Did you have
4: a favorite Game Boy back in the day?
1: Uh I mean, I only owned a Game Boy Color. I didn't own Oh,
0: a Game a, yeah. Boy Color. Okay. I didn't
1: own an Advance. I didn't own a DS. I didn't own any Nintendo handheld after the Game Boy Color. Yeah. But I had a my next door neighbor had a Game Boy Advance SP. And I remember, I remember how cool it was. Like what? it was like a I it was so cool that I thought it was the next gen. I didn't realize that it was still a Game Boy Advance. I thought it was the next thing after that.
0: So oh, like, look at that. Yeah, that's a cool yeah.
4: little colorway right there.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, like, I know that nowadays everything goes back to the original NES and yeah, yeah. or NES, but, like, this was the first one to do it. Oh, it was, oh okay. Like, really, it's really, special. really
4: special. I really want that analog pocket, even though I don't need it. You know what so I mean? It's, like, one of those where it's, like, dude. I want that, but, like, you know me. That's my thing, too. What am I going to do with that? Yeah. I have,
1: look at it. I'm I not playing that. I still have... um what was the crank thing called? I have that. Game. Oh yeah, the playdate. I have the playdate. Yeah, it's yeah. Sitting on my desk for decoration. I'm not turning that thing on since launch.
0: Chris Anka just got the analog pocket. Yeah, he's been enjoying the hell out of that. He likes it, except for it doesn't
4: play at all. You know what I mean? Like it, you don't go to that next generation. Oh yeah, um, no,
0: it's just 3ds. Uh, whatever no, we
4: call no. that. Yeah, that's oh, the only look downfall. At the, look at this guy. Right this here. was See?
2: the Game Boy Advance I had. The see-through glacier. Mm-hmm. Fuck Ooh, yeah. Glacier. Man. Yeah. Glacier. God, that. the amount of like, like I had like the Lilo and Stitch game on hell here, yeah, Tim. It was fucking rad as
1: hell. I will say there was probably there was a about a month where I was staying with my cousin in Nigeria and he had a Game Boy Advance. And so basically for a month I had a Game Boy Advance because nice. I was playing all the games yeah, on it. Perfect. And when I tell you that that was such a good month, right? Because I, I played like I played a Game Boy version of Street Fighter. I don't know what Street Fighter it was. Oh either, but hey. it, it was a fun Street Fighter. I I enjoyed that a lot. Um I played, oh fuck, what, what else was on that thing? I think Tekken was on that thing. I don't know why I had so many fighting games. Um Oh, there was like a handful of other games though that I, I think I had Pokemon too, so I messed around with that. But okay, I a good time with that game. Boy, That's man.
0: awesome. Um, someone in the chat. Ah, oh, damn it, it just went away. But uh, another major thing about the GBASP that made it so special, it was the first one that you could charge. It had, it had the charge. Yeah, I was going to tell I you. I remember.
4: Yeah, cause well, now I gotta I gotta make sure I got the charger 10 years later. It's a lot, it's a lot, yeah, it's a lot going on. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, Super Yeah, it looks all whack and shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, super Super Street Fighter II Turbo Revival. Oh. It
1: was my first fr- my is my personal introduction to Akuma. Oh. I remember that being the coolest
4: thing. Like, <laughs> Who the fuck is this evil Ryu guy? Shout out to Dr. Pews for the resubscription of Prime Gaming for 69 months. Five years, boys. Here's the five more. Hey, thank you, Dr. Pews, So, so much. Uh, Let's keep it going because, of course, we have Kind of Munchies on the way. We actually have a great, awesome Tuesday plan. We have Kind of Munchies on the way for episode five, Tim. Hard to believe five weeks already of Kind of Munchies. Then after that, I'm playing more Kingdom Hearts. Yes, you are. And I'll tell you what. I'm excited to play it. I have taken a weekend off since Friday. I have to kind of just like get back in the mindset of where was I? But la I can give la you the la lore in just a minute. Get ready for all that. But
0: like, like I, I I've been watching as much as I can yeah, yeah. playing this and I it's honestly, a lot. it's a lot. warming my heart. Like I love seeing I think it's so special having you specifically play it by yourself. Like it's just been great. Where are you at in terms of your actual enjoyment of the video game?
4: Very high. I'm having a good time. I think uh, we did it right, right? This was like a Mike afternoon thing of, hey, if the kind of funny best friends are able to support us live, I'll stay for the afternoon. And it was like, kick everybody out, because I think we all have the preconceived notions. Maybe you've played it before. Mm -hmm. Maybe you want to rag on it. I think a lot of people were like, you should play this game, Mike, but you'll probably hate it, or you guys are just going to make fun of it. And I think if I had someone else there with me, we probably would have taken a little bit darker of a turn and like ripped it more. But for me, it will be like, everybody leave. Just let me engage with the game. Talk with the chat. See what their experience levels are with it." It has made for a really fun experience, where I am invested in the lore i am enjoying the gameplay because at first you know tim mm-hmm. i thought it was a turn-based game
0: oh yeah that's why i had never oh, played no, this no, stuff no, no. i thought it
4: was turn-based i was like i'm not gonna play no. that you dude your boys are nerds ricky out you know there. mickey Rick well, he's ricky. oh ricky yeah 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 ricky well you know ricky's giving me some looks right now yeah
1: riku yeah
4: Yeah, yeah. Ricky, uh, Ricky, you know, Ricky, Ricky be doing some things, you know what I mean? He's currently (laughs) talking to Angelina Jolie. And so it's like, you don't know what Ricky's up to right now. Yeah, he's kind of like possibly selling his soul. You know what I mean? There's a lot going on, bless. You know what I mean? Also, Final Fantasy people are in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't know if you know, but <laughs> finally... <laughs> yeah, I know that, yeah. <laughs> just yeah, yeah, just so let you, got,
1: you know. got to the, um, uh, what? Herc- Hercule level.
4: I've beat, yeah, so. I, we have <laughs> finished the first half of Hercules, because it seems like you can go back. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sure we will go back, because After the we never saw Meg. We never participated in a mm. true tournament. Okay. I did see my boy, Cloud. He was trying to sell his soul for the darkness. For good, though, because I think he was trying to pull one over on Hades. But, like, you know, <laughs> he was selling his soul. And it's like, yo, bro, we don't do that. That's yeah. why I got the That's key That's why I got the light. You know what I mean? So I had to check him. I checked him pretty good. Uh, Tarzan, me. I checked him real quick. You know what <laughs> I mean? I let Tarzan know I'm here. Uh, what, what level are you at right now? Like, what, uh, I am like, back right at T-Town. So T-Town part two, I have now completed. So T-Town gives you a new gummy ship, um, like modifier that was going to take me to new universes. So I'm going to wherever that is going to be. Okay.
1: What was the last universe you did before T-Town? You Uh, go Alice in Wonderland. You you go Deep Jungle.
4: You do. No, the third one is um, Hercules.
1: Oh, okay. Because you go those three and then you go back to T-Town. They're still pretty early.
4: Yeah, but, like, you know, I don't know. I'm, like, I don't know. I'm in there. I'm yeah, like, no, you're in there, you're, I'm in there, there. you're in there, yeah. Dad, I'm in there. So get How right would you like on. Hercules? Hercules was cool. Yeah. A little Danny DeVito. You know what I mean? A little DD. Everybody calls him
1: that,
2: DD. A little DD. Dee-dee. Everybody loves DD. Dee-dee. Someone uh, someone, please draw Danny DeVito oh, uh, wearing oh, the Tarzan When Daredevil I tell you that
1: the, Tar- the Tarzan level in Kingdom Hearts, infuriates me <laughs> to no end, I get so fucking... I played that game
4: multiple times. I get lost every time I get to Tarzan. If we get a piece of paper out right now, I bet I can draw the Tarzan level. No way! What the like fuck? for real? No I way! I can draw the Tarzan level and let y'all know where you got to go. Absolutely Because at not. first you're like, man, I'm lost. I don't understand it. And then you run through it so many times that now you know. Oh, going to the left is going to take me here. Oh wait, go back to the right. That's going to take you to the vines. Then you're going to climb up the vines. Then you go to the go to the vines. You go to the left. Then you go or you go to the right. Then you go back to the left. Then you go this way, diagonal, like two o'clock. That way, then you climb up the vines. Guess where you're at? You're at the goddamn treehouse. Then you jump off the side of the treehouse. You start doing the vine. Survey. Yeah, the vine. Uh-huh. I don't cool. even I know. know. Cool. What's the
0: song? You know what I mean? I don't
4: know You'll what be the song is.
0: I don't know how that goes. You know. You'll what I mean? be in my heart. I don't know the
4: words. Yeah, and so then then you drop down off the vines. You're back at the camp. Mm-hmm. Then you can go right if you want. Guess what? Watch out! The leopard jumps out. Ah, it's a ah. leopard. You know what I mean? A, a a lot, a lot. I can tell you why I can draw it. Let's keep it going because we got to get into this right away. We only have a couple more questions to get through. Alex J. Sandoval says, Tim, have you heard of Hex Evo? Just saw an ad for it. Might be the one left-handed controller you've been looking for.
0: Uh, this must be the one. That okay, we're looking it up. We're looking it, it up. Wait, are you yes, left yes, yes, yes. No, no, no. But my, so my, the dream of, uh, this is how we want oh. to play well, yeah, yeah. with the mouse yeah. and then this. Yeah. So, so it's pretty cool. damn good. You're so cool. Come bro. on. You know, left handed. So cool. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm left handed. Mike's yeah, yeah. left handed. But I would,
4: I would never do this. I, 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 I keep getting
0: this. reminded of it
1: every time we play softball and he stands like the opposite way. Wow. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Mike's about to, you one tell one him what we're going to do field. next.
4: <laughs> what up? You tell him what we're going to do next.
1: Oh, yeah. We're signed up for soccer. Wait. Are you signed up for soccer?
4: I'm signed up for soccer. I'm going to kick it up. You say, I'm about to bend it like Beckham, baby. Yeah, you Are you marted. kidding me? Come on. Let's goalkeeper. I can't wait. Keep an eye out. For that. Re- that real quick,
0: lit. I want to ask you some questions about Kingdom Hearts. Okay, okay. I'll do my the best. voice actors. Oh, okay. That, I, that, that, yeah, not gonna know anybody. Would you believe that Sora is voiced by Haley Joel Osman, the kid from Sixth Sense? Never watched Sixth Sense. Give it to me again. I know what his face looks like. Yeah,
4: he's been in something recently, right? Where we all like hated him because he was a bad guy or oh. something weird. He like was in the boys or wasn't something. It? Mm-hmm. Bang it. Yeah, he was in okay. the boys. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, Kyrie is Hayden Panettiere, the cheerleader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, man,
4: they're bringing in a big voice. Eric. Who? You met Eric? <laughs> oh, from Final Fantasy, the chick. Okay, <laughs> the girl. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mandy Moore. Well, she's only said like three lines. But it's Mandy fucking Moore.
0: Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yuffie. Yuffie was one yeah, of the uh-huh. people. Christy Carlson Romano. I didn't know, I know that. that what the Even fuck? Stevens, Ren Stevens. Kim, Kim Possible. Wait,
1: does she only oh. play, play her in Kim uh, Kingdom Hearts? Yeah. Okay. And, that's um, amazing.
0: We got uh, Sephiroth. You know okay. Sephiroth? Uh, he's the bad guy. Do you yeah, know yeah. who Sephiroth's voiced by, bless? Shia Boof. No, Lance Bass.
4: Wait, really? Yes. That I knew. That I I didn't know. That. It wasn't this like his first ever, like, this was the first time Seth Raston was ever voiced, right? It was. And it so was fast. It was yeah. fast. That's pretty lit. Good for oh, him. Oh, so it was probably the first Good time he him. was
1: voiced too, huh? Mm-hmm.
4: That's All right, wild. let's rip it. Let's rip it. Jace the drone. I promise to go chai for chai with you and Starfield, Mikey. We'll go until Sunday morning, baby. God Howard, give us strength. Yes. Thank you so much, Jace. And we will be drinking a lot of iced chais, a out, whole God, lot Lord. of co- a whole lot of Mountain Dew code reds. Don't forget that this Thursday at 9 a.m., when the embargo lifts, you will not only get a Gamescast review with Paris Lily and the whole team here at Kind of Funny for Starfield, but you will also get the ultra marathon stream of Starfield here at Kind of Funny of funny i haven't played it at all it'll be my first jumping into it i cannot wait to play with all of you we'll go for as long as you want it you want to go to sunday morning you bring that support and we'll make it happen y'all let's keep it going game cat writes in one more time re4 and psvr 2 will also be lit
0: oh, all right <laughs> this <is> jim ryan <laughs>
4: <laughs> ah, thank you GameCat. that's gonna be lit it's right. it's gonna please be lit.
0: play vr skater please yeah Tundra Boy says will the switch ever get
4: mario galaxy
0: support? <laughs> You know, I I think we will, okay. and I feel silly for saying that, but I just think me and Buster are talking about where the switch is at. Like, we are in its final days, and I I I think we have many ports ahead of us, so I, I wouldn't be surprised.
1: Okay. Okay. I, like I love Chris, uh, Christy Carlson Romano. Hell
4: yeah, man. You should follow her on TikTok.
0: Spectacular follow. Oh,
4: okay, I got to follow her on TikTok. A brown spot writes in and says, Tim, Jesus. I'm about to buy an L-G-O-L-E-D. Oof. Can you hype me up on how much of a life changer it is? Will uh will it be for me going from a Vizio to an LG C2? Mm, man, I like those Vizios.
0: <laughs> Let me tell you, man. Remember when I, we went
4: to Costco that one time and we looked I'll at them all? I'll never
0: fucking forget, Mike. <laughs> how offended I was. Uh, real talk. Here I am. It's 2023. I have had an LG OLED since 2016, and there has not been a single time that I haven't turned it on and been wowed. I fucking love it. I care about this more than a lot of people do. Um, but for somebody that cares, I am still utterly surprised at how crisp at how beautiful at how black those blacks can be mm. it is so good it's so fantastic you're about to get an entirely new experience playing video games watching shows watching movies it's gonna blow it's, your mind it's, it's freaking yeah. good put Man. on planet earth just put, get on get put on letters.
4: Go put on put on spider.
0: Play Horizon. Yeah. Oh. Understand what call. HDR actually is because you ain't been seeing it yet. You man. haven't seen it Woo! yet. You're about to. You're so about
4: bad. to, my friend. Uh, BT Maverick says you're wrong. Out today under the waves. I'm excited for that game. I thought, I uh,
2: that was yesterday.
0: Oh, ah, well, they
4: wrote in today. So thank you again okay. for the super there chat. Uh, I'm People excited for that game.
0: What about burning? I've had. What about burning? I've had multiple LG OLEDs. Uh, I've had one of them that is my like bedroom TV now. Uh, since 2016, and there's no burning on it.
4: Imagine if our faces got burned into the new LG screen. (laughs) That's how it goes. Uh, Cozy Bear writes, despite its quiet release, I will still check out Goodbye Volcano High because K-O-O-P is from my home city of Montreal. Have you ever played a game solely because its setting or developer repped your city?
0: Um... Not for a video game, no. Okay. You're I not like repping
4: like... double fine?
0: Like no. shout out to Tim Schaefer. I mean shout out to, to Tim Schafer for sure. But I, I, I feel like goat. Yeah, I mean I, I love them being SF based, but like I don't I don't think of them as SF based, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like that that that's not they're they're so big they they mean video games to me. Yeah. They double yeah. fine is double fine, you know. I play uh, a lot of Ubisoft games
4: because they're based out of San Francisco too.
0: I just oh, see the they're office They're based twice. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. in the
2: office twice. I
4: always forget like, yeah,
0: like, the right, yeah, there it is. One day there. I'll go in there. You know what I mean. One day I'll go in. Um, I, I love that though. I, I think that that's super cool, and yeah. I I understand the vibe, especially for uh, indie dev and things like that. Like, yeah, it's. I think that's really really cool and special. So, yeah, go for it. Co op.
4: Anthony writes in and says, "Hey, Mike, I binged Stinky Dragon last week. You and Andy killed it with your characters. Oh snap! I forgot I, about that. I one. didn't know you did that." Yeah, shout out to Rooster Teeth and the team over there. There's some incredible human beings that like to reach out to myself and like more talented people like Andy and like the rest of the crew. But they'll be like, hey, Mike, you want to voice this? And I'm like, no, but I'll do it for you because I love you. And then I try and I'm like, man, that was bad. And then I send it to them and I never hear it because I don't want to hear it back. And so, it's yeah, thanks for listening. Listen That's it. awesome. We did it. We had fun with that. Um, Anthony R., nope. David. Final two writes in and says not a question but I have to call out that Sandler's bot mitzvah movie the kid his daughter has a crush on is named Andy
0: Goldfarb. Andy Goldfarb. Yeah,
4: I almost clicked on that last night.
0: You should. It's fun watch, man. Really, it is what it is. It's a okay. middle school love story. Not a single thing happens that you don't see coming. Yeah, but we laughed a lot. Really? Yeah. Okay. Good fun to know. movie. Well put together.
4: 'Cause you know, he'd be getting them checks from Netflix. This and some different. of these movies are like, oh,
0: this is a hit or miss one. He's this just one producing better? this one. Okay. He's not and he's in it too, but he's he's not the main character. Okay. There's enough shit in this one. The DJ Mike gets yeah. you in another life, okay. I'm telling you. Okay. I like that. I'll I'll check it out. You know what I've been watching a lot on Netflix? Ballers.
4: They put ballers on Netflix. Hell yeah. You know, here's the issue. My Netflix, I don't know what it was, not running the episodes up like it used to. Back in the day, I would turn on Seinfeld before bed, and it would just run. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, plays one episode of Ballers, then it stops. It's like, no, no, no. You just keep running. That's mm-hmm. what I put you on for. That's weird. So now I got to go to HBO. I'm watching Curb Your Enthusiasm. They're running the episodes. Y'all know I got there's got to be noise, or else the Texas Chainsaw Massacre man might kill me in my sleep, you know? Those are the I gotta that. Final one, Al Tribeson writes in and says, Tim, my first SP was the NES edition, and I loved it.
0: Oh, yeah, man. God,
4: it's so good. That's pretty rad.
0: The amount of hours I spent playing Pokemon Ruby on that or Sapphire, I guess, on that thing. Ugh. Walking around at Mervin's with my mom. Merv- she was spending wait Mervin's. Merv- you know about Mervyn's? No. Mervin's what's was Mervin? it's like JC Penny. It, it's a step down. Ross. Like a major step down like from Meyer? Macy's. It, it's the Ross of Macy's. Yeah.
1: Oh. Wait, what's the Ross? What's the Ross the Ross of, though? You know?
0: Also, Macy's. That is <laughs> It's a much bigger Ross. Wait, there's a bigger Ross. But the quality of it is mm-hmm. still Ross. <laughs> okay. The price is what, Ross. That, What's the
4: one at Stonestown in the back really corner? No, not Stonestown. Uh, Ceremony? Ceremony? Ceremony has four corners. Exactly. So, in that back corner by, this, by the big sports place, there's a Ross, I think, or something right there. They well, got the some, Ross
0: outside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
4: exactly. I'm talking about the outside. They got some cheap yeah. stuff they, over there.
0: There's, they've had, it out. That's, that mall has had everything. It's had a Nordstrom. It's had a Macy's. It's had a Mervin's. It's had a JC It's had a uh, TJ Maxx. All of them gone except for the Macy's. It's the only one remaining right now. And I don't think it's long for this world. I love that.
1: Right. I said Mike's thinking with TJ Maxx. I was just talking to somebody about TJ Maxx recently. They got all these different. We were things. talking
2: TJ about TJ Maxx, Maxx on Ross, the Kind of Funny Next 10 podcast yeah. out this weekend. This weekend.
4: Very special one. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. a good one. It's a good one. I'm their number one fan. I love watching and listening.
2: <laughs> were you there yeah. for the last one? For yesterday? No, oh, he no, he wasn't no, there. No, no. He wasn't here yesterday. Yeah.
4: Kind of funny best friends. This has been your KFGD super chat post show with myself and your two incredible show hosts. It is a lovely Tuesday and we are far from done. We have some incredible content on the way, just like episode five of kind of munchies being live streamed right now on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. And of course over on youtube.com slash kind of funny games. If you're watching the old KFGD link, guess what? We have a brand new YouTube video up. You can jump into that live stream, have some fun because here's how it's going. We're ranking some pizzas. We're having some fun eating some pizzas. And then your boy So Mike Mike is playing part five of my Kingdom Hearts playthrough. Nice. So if you want more Kingdom Hearts content, do not miss out. On this afternoon then after that we look forward to starfield on thursday so much coming your way there's a review there is a faq xcast episode right in to kind of slash xcast with all of your burning questions for the team to answer after the review and then of course my big marathon stream here with the team at kind of funny thursday morning it's going down as long as you want it we will stream all the way through the big weekend if you want it until then thank you for watching goodbye